Hey, Jay. Hey, Will. Leave that Sydney shit at the door. <laughs> yeah, you better leave that Sydney shit at the door. We do not have patience for that Sydney shit here on the Sydney Gate. <laughs> oh, honey. Anyway, Laura, you know what's so funny is what do we call this podcast? Are we we can't call the podcast the same thing that the the name of the show is? It's like if we started a podcast called RuPaul's Drag Race. That's the name of the show the podcast. Well, I mean, what happens if we just do what you did and go Sydney Gay's recap show? That'd be good. Well, I, this year I just called it Sydney Gay's 2020. Yeah. God, if I had money, I really would pay them to come back. How much do you think it would cost like for one them? more? But I would be like a benefactor. I wouldn't be like myself. I'd be like, hello, I'm a rich benefactor. Hey there, I love the Sydney guys and we want you to come back. I wonder how much that would, I should email them and say, how much I, would it cost? I really love that you guys are both, you, you deal in property. How, I, would, I should ask them, how much would it cost for you guys to come back for another season? Oh, I'm sure that they, it would be like an outrageous amount of money. Do you think so? Yeah. If you're listening and you have mutual friends with them or if you know them, can you can you hit me up at uh, thebestoftoday at gmail.com, which is the official show okay, email? We got to stop. We got to stop now. Somebody legit sent me an, a long email. <laughs> I know. I feel badly. I have to write to that person. You're right. The person says, like, I think this is the email address. So I've sent a super long, touching, wonderful email. I didn't read it, but it just because it looked very long. Well, but, uh, you shouldn't because that's not your email. This is that's the official email of Afterthought Media. Well, because you're sending it to my email. I'm done with the joke. I'm done with the bit. It's not I don't I don't want to get emails from people anymore and have to keep forwarding them to you. So. Uh huh, yeah. All right, let's come clean. I that was the official show email, and then Lori took it from me. No, I've had it. That's been my email for since forever. I should probably get a new email address, but that's the one I have. The best of today. Yeah. Anyway, so um, uh, but email me actually for reals. At uh, Joe Batance at Afterthought.media. If you can if you can get a, a hold of Will or Jay, email me at Joe Batance at Afterthought.media. I just want to have a conversation with them, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I want to say, what's up? What's high? What's low? What's down? What's sun? What's moon? You know? Mm-hmm. And uh, do all that. By the way, I know. Th- oh no, we'll do. We'll talk about it after the air because it, it's this. This is supposed to be timeless. I can't ask timely things of you, right? Yeah. Okay. So when we last left off, they were taught. Uh, if you remember, Jay, not Jay. I'm sorry. Will said, "I had a key Finland." You know. Yeah. And, and they were going to still talk to this pastor about his ministry and whatnot. So. And he had come out of the pastor's gay. He yeah, the pastor's the gay. What, what we're going to hear right now, they're going to start getting into his experience as a youth leader in the church. All right? Here yeah. we go. 
I know you mentioned before that you used to be a young leader in the church. Mm-hmm. How involved is that? And I guess, are you still in touch with the people that you were mentoring at that stage? If by touch you mean that I molested them, then I'm doing it still to this day. Is that, and I guess, are you still in touch with the people that you were mentoring at that stage? Yeah, so I mean, I was really, really, you know, I picked these guys up from school, we would like hang out socially, I knew their parents, we would go on trips together, you know, with youth camp and that sort of thing. So So you were kind of like a big brother figure. Yeah, it was really that kind of a relationship. And, you know, they would share their lives. And, you know, it was kind of just, yeah, that mentor big brother type relationship. And it was so much fun. Um, I actually caught up with one of them recently. And we're still in contact. Uh, They've really been incredible in terms of seeing my journey and and having that kind of be something that they support. And I how gross that he makes it all about him. You know what that sounds like? That sounds like the beginning of a priest telling uh, molesting children. Yeah, he he would t- pick me up after school and we played games and you know. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so uh okay, so uh so okay, so we're still going. This is why I think I think we're getting to an area now where it's like, okay, you got you did this. You know, I've been really grateful for that. That's been and amazing. saying that you can still have that relationship with the church and you can still accept your sexuality. And does that kind of come into it or not really? I- oh, wait a minute. Great question from Jay, actually. That is actually a legit good question. You're in the church and they can accept your sexuality. Let's see how he gets out of this one. I think that, you know, there's a real culture within the church of yeah. um, not really understanding gay people. I, I believe uh-huh. my view is that what? the more open you are about something the more willing you are to learn more and be educated. Whereas mm-hmm. I think the general conversation, you know, around the church is kind of don't ask, don't tell. Did- okay. So let's see how he resolves that. Um, okay. Here we go. Okay. Did you come out to like the church? The same thing as that happened at your work? Did- I guess my coming out story is. I called each of the members of the church one by one into a meeting. And I said, listen, like, um, I don't even know you and there's five thousand people in this church i know it's gonna take me quite a long time hello hello uh, i'm the hot i'm the hot pastor <laughs> i want to let you all know that uh your worst nightmare is a true i'm gay and yeah. i'm teaching your boys and so. by the way never go on instagram because you're gonna see a lot of mostly naked pictures of me with a lot of gay guys <laughs> you know that's the thing too look here's the deal and I know we're listening to this in the future and it's supposed to be evergreen, but right now we're living in a time where Jerry Falwell Jr., the head of Liberty University, has mm-hmm. just resigned his post uh, for a bunch of sexual impropriety. And what's funny is... No. Yeah. What? What's funny is one of them has to do with a, a picture that he took in Instagram. This is why he went on leave, first of all. A picture he took with an Instagram from some girl where he's holding like a beer and his pants are open. To, to be honest with you, in that case, I actually do buy into his excuse that it was a fucking joke, right? Yeah. But the problem is, and this is where it shows the problem with the church, is you're not even allowed to drink alcohol at Liberty University. It's this double standard, you know, where it's like, well, it's that's for, the rules are for you, but not for me, you know, and any yeah. kind of, and you know, you're not supposed to be in a room of the, by yourself with a woman, like all this other really strict stuff. And so Jerry Falwell Jr., the head of the Liberty University, is not following it. So there's nothing wrong with an Instagram picture, you know, but 
it's the it's the fact that the church has a problem with it. And even like right now, as we know, he had to resign because it came out that he used to like he and his wife had a relationship with this pool boy where the pool boy would fuck his wife and he would watch. Here's the deal. I'm going to tell you something, Lori. That's a kink I could get into. And if it's between him and his wife and this guy, that's their business. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. But it's the problem with the religious – it's the religious part of it. They can't accept that. Yeah. Because religion is a cult. And what do all cults do? They they fixate on how you you have sex. They control your sexuality. They control your sexual needs. And so then you start uh, separating yourself into two different people. Well, once again, I'm going to reiterate – Afterthought Media and Joe Batanz do not necessarily support the views of Lori Rodkamp. For instance, I do not believe that all religions are cults. What the difference between a religion is a cult is that the in religion the cult leader has died, and then cults the leader hasn't died yet. That's it. That's the mm, only. That's only not difference. the only thing, but uh, yeah, uh, it is. No, um, because so, cults try and separate you from your family. Religions don't try and separate you from your family. They do that all the time. Mormonism separates you from it. If you if you don't follow, Mormonism, but that's not you all religions. Catholicism. They Catholicism in the church. They do. They, I'm a yeah, Catholic. Yeah. I know. They I went ex- to Catholic. You school. can excommunicate you, but your family can that, still talk to you. Well, sometimes they can, but maybe they what? don't. Maybe they don't because you're excommunicated. What? That doesn't make any sense, Lori. The it church... makes perfect sense. No, it doesn't. It sounds like you yes. just... If you were enmeshed <clears> in the cult of religion, why would you talk to somebody who's not in that in that cult anymore? Lori, I'm Roman Catholic. Well, then you better pray that you never get excommunicated. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, they... Once they again, control- if you have any problem with Lori, said email the best of today at gmail.com. And I'll actually state for the record, that's Lori's email address. <laughs> that's my email address. Yeah. The... They control how you have – so you divide yourself into two different people. You divide yourself uh-huh. into the person that's very religious, that's very upstanding, that's very mor- m- moral-based. You uh, divide – then you divide yourself into like a, basically a sexual deviant you, because your needs – your sexual needs aren't being met. So then you start thinking, well, you know, I must be this sexual, you know, predator, this gross person. Mm-hmm. And then and then you, you could do these like – you start developing these very weird fetishes, which I'm not saying they're wrong. I'm just saying that, you know, they're not of the norm. So you, uh, so anyway, so you, um, you basically get these people who, yeah, they do want to watch their wife get plowed by the pool boy because that's kind of their, where their sexual, appetite has you know come to what's I mean, so look funny at Lady G. what's so funny is uh that you know uh jerry falwell jr and all his the people who align himself the the big insult that they would use for libs is cuck which is short for cuckold and the mm-hmm. cuckold is when well in terms of sexual fetish is a person likes to watch another guy uh have sex with his wife but the the, the implication being that he's a weak male you know? Yeah. And uh, here we go. The person who was hurling the cuck insult the most is himself a cuck. You yes. know? And uh, anyway, but, but back to what the point here with the Sydney case is here this pastor is, you know, to be honest with you, I wouldn't be surprised if over there in Australia they don't have a problem with him being gay. But it's if you go to this guy's Instagram, they might have a problem because he's half naked with a bunch of men. Now, again, in the real world, there's nothing wrong with that. 
If you want to be half naked with a bunch of men, that's your fucking business. In fact, give me your Instagram and I'll follow you. But if you (laughs) are, uh, you know, a a youth minister at a evangelical rocker church, that's probably not the best idea. But let's see how he gets out of this. All right. Here we go. Maybe in some ways dramatic. I, you know, met the first person that I was in a relationship with on a nude beach in Sydney. And Which one, Labyrinth, Lady Jane, or Abyss? <laughs> uh, I mean, it sounds like you know all of them. I do know all of them. I love nude beaches. She loves a nude beach. Look, so no, do I. Like me. Honestly, so nude beaches I. are the best. Oh so God. I was this. Well, this happened in episode one. He cannot stop talking about nude beaches. He loves nude beaches. I wonder if he's a nudist. <laughs> Would you ever go to a nude beach, Laurie? Never, never. And you know what? It's not even because. It's not even that I don't want to be naked. I could see myself possibly if I was in a enclosed private beach area being mm-hmm. naked, yeah. you know, like mm-hmm. walk around the beach. Yeah. I just don't want to look at other people naked. Well, no no I one says don't. you have to look at them, Lori. Oh, you I mean, it's right in front of you. You're going to have to look. And 9 times out of 10 the people who go to nude beaches don't look like Will or Jay. They look like me and you. So. You mean fantastic and beautiful? Yes. I decided it's going to be my new thing. Did I tell you this? I, I listened this morning. I made a joke. I made an offhand joke on catching up where Mike and I were talking and uh, Mike was talking about how, you know, I think he was talking about some, being sexually attracted to somebody and then trying to turn him into a friend. Or I don't know what it was, but I said, oh, like how you are so super sexually attracted to me becomes so hot. And blah, 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 blah. He, of course, just ignored that because it's so silly. But I decide that's what I'm going to do from now on. Instead of just denigrating myself and talking about how ugly I am, I'm just going to talk about how hot I am. Uh, and, how, and how hot you are. I mean, now I'm starting to think, like, how are we going to be funny? Because 80% of our comedy is based off of us telling each other we're ugly. So. Which we could still do. But I will say, one of the. I, I, re- I recently watched the John Waters film with Divine Multiple Maniacs. Oh, I haven't seen that one. It's a good one. And uh, there's a really funny part. Well, a funny th- It's a theme throughout the entire movie, right? Uh-huh. Which is, it's just a given in this movie. It's just, it's just uh, stipulated, and everyone buys into this movie in this universe, that um, Divine is like the most beautiful person on Earth, right? And okay. they'll be like, well, of course, she can get any man that ever existed. She's so fucking beautiful, right? And sexy. Yeah. And it's so funny. But why can't we do something like that? That's true. Yeah. That's true. The point yeah, is, let's, Laura, let's, build, just, each other, let's build each other up instead yeah, of tearing each other down. Instead of tearing each other down. Like, Laura, you're so fucking hot. I just want to just take your clit and stretch it like a piece of gum. Please don't. And then take the tip and like yeah. lick it like this. You've never pleasured a woman sexually. You're not even tonguing it correctly. Okay, now you're just chew. Look, sounds like you're chewing on a banana. None of this is appealing to me. I'm just going to let you know right now. Is that a joke because uh, you're like a banana? It's appealing to you? Um, You look so attractive that I just want to take your penis and like corn, just eat it sideways. I, 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 I. Oh, yeah. Keep going, baby. <laughs> it just turns into Laurie and Joe get each other off for 45 minutes. 
Nobody wanted it, but it happened. <laughs> I don't know why this is my official porn song, but it is. Lori. I just want to take your big mamma jammas and just rub them in my face. Can you, are, do you, now, I don't know anything about women or bodies. Uh, clearly. But are you just always making milk? Like, can you just, like, what if I just opened my mouth under your big titty and you squeezed it? Would milk just shoot out? No. I don't know the specifics of it. I'm sure there are people on this, maybe listening, that are pregnant that or have been pregnant or know somebody who was pregnant at the time. I could probably answer it better, but in my... And I don't. I think you have to be either pregnant or there is a weird psychosis thing where you think you're pregnant and then you can you start developing milk. But it's it has to be there has to be some kind of like chemical reaction or something to, to so that you produce start producing milk. Some women I think have it. Some are there lesbians who are into like leche play? Uh. I was, I, oh God, what was I watching? Oh, the Alienist deals, the second season deals with that. There was this lesbian couple that was really into breast milk. And and I think some women, and men are too. Some men love, like, breast milk. And um, I know that there, there was a girl in my improv group who, one of my, when I was doing improv, who she had just given birth and she was selling her breast milk to like married couples and stuff for like sex stuff so I was like I don't know what that's about would would you think it's hot if like Star poured some of her titty juice into your coffee or something no I think I would vomit if that happened she she I don't think she's gonna be pregnant at all ever why because she doesn't want to have a baby plus she has like a whole bunch of problems you know with her uh uterus so I don't think I would imagine since there's a big giant woman's fist up it half the time yeah and then I don't know if I'll ever have give birth I've been thinking about it more and more and I was thinking maybe I would but I don't know mm-hmm. I don't know if I ever will I'm thinking more about adoption adoption than anything but that start doesn't want a baby she uh she doesn't want a, a baby baby she doesn't want like a new right out of the oven baby she wants like a like we've we've agreed that I've gotten her down to two years. I'm trying to see if I can get a year, a one year old, but I've gotten her down to two year olds. So, but she would love if she could. She had her druthers. She would get like a twelve year old and call it a day. Adopt. So I was th- a twelve or thirteen year old. So. So I was this closeted, um, you know, 23-year-old boy. And I- By the way, they still have not answered the question. He still has not answered the question. About- He's not answering any of it. Remember they asked him how what, what it was like being gay and in the church, and he just said, well, I think it's more of a don't ask, don't tell kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, here we go. I was like swimming on this beach midweek. I had a day off work, and I met this guy in the water, and uh-huh. we were kind of just like chatting and talking, and, you know, we ended up talking for like a good Where was the water? Minutes. Was it like below? 45 minutes. I mean, you're treading water for 45 minutes talking to this guy. I gotta be honest with you. That does not seem like a long time. Like, 45 minutes. I know, I know, look, I know it's not, look, it's nothing to sniff at, but I feel like, I don't know. I feel like 45 minutes. 
I've I've had the, when people talk about like oh I spent so much time talking this they'll be like we spent like six hours talking or we spent like yeah. three hours talking forty five minutes is kind of nothing yeah yeah you're right so, I have I I just had two forty five minute conversations today today I mean, so far could, just think about bragging about having a forty five minute conversation. Like, hey, I talked to this guy for 45 minutes. I'd be like, I talked to my aunt for 45 minutes. Yeah. Like, you know, calm down. Okay, here we go. Below waist <laughs> or <So> below waist? <laughs> everyone was clothed and he was oh, American. Okay. And I knew he was a w- American because he was wearing these, like, below-the-knee board shorts. Oh, gosh. I yeah. hate those board shorts. Why? First of all, as someone who loves board shorts, and I think a guy is so fucking sexy in board shorts... Um, like, because you know Will likes those little skinny, like, Euro, like, Speedo-type ones? Yeah. Yeah. I don't like, I don't like below the knee. See, here's the thing. I think, I think men in general have a lot more curves Mm -hmm. than people, than than they're being told they do. Mm -hmm. And I think, I find it actually really attractive when men accentuate their curves. So I like, like, tighter swim trunks no 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 no. i'm with you Lori. i'm here for the like i actually my favorite shorts are the ones that are like they come like sort of down mid not mid thigh but in the upper quarter of the thigh like just right there and they're tight and stuff like that love here for those shorts those are my favorite shorts right but also like a hot guy coming out of the pool in board shorts they cling to his skin Ugh. There's nothing hotter. Then, then they clean his skin, though, because then they're showing off his his curves. I yeah. feel like board shorts, in my opinion, sort of do the opposite. They don't show curves. Mm-hmm. And I think men need to start. I think men need to realize that even like un, even men who don't necessarily like even you, you have curves. I think if you wore like a tighter swim trunk, I think you would look great. I would think it would accentuate your your butt. I think it would accentuate your thighs. But see, I don't think men think that way. I, I have tighter think... swim trunks. Should I go put them on right now? Yeah, go put them on. Okay. So I want to see how your penis looks in them. You entertain the people, okay? Okay. All okay. right. Okay. I'll be back. So the people listening at home later, when you it's gonna be instantaneously. Okay, Lori, I am back. Did you change it? I didn't see. You I did. I know. In. I know. We're going to do a whole thing about it right now. Okay. Okay. So um, here we go. Hold on. Um, all right. So I'm actually. I realize because this shirt is so long. I'm going to have to take my shirt off. Woohoo! Yeah. Bonus. So uh, all right. So let's um, let me show you. All right. So let me actually. Can you still hear me? Yeah, I can still hear you. What are you doing? What's in your hands? <laughs> I'll take it. I'll turn it down. I was going to take a picture of you. All right, I'm taking my uh, headphones off first. Ooh. Taking his shirt off. Ooh. There we go. Yeah. Ooh. The problem is they used to be tighter. Ooh, those are nice. um, ah, ah. Oh, God. Oh, he almost fell. They used to be tighter, but I think I've lost some weight since doing fat camp, so they're not as tight. Yeah, those are nice. I like those. How about like this? Yeah, there you go. They're really high. So, 
Um, all right. So I like those. Those are great. Turn around. Let's see your butt. Oh, he can't hear me. I don't think. Now I know I have a bunch of comfortable trunks I can wear. Um, you, I would say you have lost since the last time I've seen you with your shirt off. You've lost a lot of weight. When was the time you saw me with my shirt off? Like the beginning of uh, of December of last year. Oh, really? We're doing something, Uh and maybe it's maybe it was earlier, but we both took our shirts off for. Oh, we did. Um, but you know, this makes me as a hypochondriac really scared. I'm like, what if I have cancer? No, I think it, you, uh, to be honest with you, you look more swole. You look more. Oh, like you, wow. Yeah. Muscular. Maybe no wonder Aiden's super into me. All right. Let's yeah. continue on with the Sydney guys. Why do they wear shorts that are so long? I don't know. I they think don't it relates understand. back to their sport, to be honest. Because, you know, like, all of their basketball players oh, and all of that so, kind of... Yeah. And we're, like, chatting and chatting, and the water kind of gradually is bringing us closer and closer together. He's never answered the question about the church, has he? He's just... No, he, the only thing he said was that it was, like, a don't ask, don't tell. I think that was all he was That was it, do. yeah. Yeah. Um, and eventually, we'd been... How are, you, how are you selling the church to a gay audience... And just sort of ignoring that part of it, that they're going to be like, oh, yeah. They go, oh, which, by the way, in big news, YouTube star Lohanthony has not come out as gay. He was always a gay kid. He's now saying he's like an ex-gay and spouting off this awful Christian shit. And like he's into like Christian conversion. And I'm like, that kid was Aww. so fucking gay. I know. It makes me so sad. He was so funny. Uh, all right. Well, Speaking a lot of gay kids, especially when you're in a, like a, when you're struggling, I mean, it's just, it's sad. It's sad when they, when they dive into the other side, mm-hmm. because you just can tell that they just have been totally conflicted. Part they of me wonders, because he was one of the first YouTube stars, and I think yeah. he got superseded by other YouTube stars, and I wonder if that caused some sort of mental breakdown or depression or something. All right, here we go. Yeah, about probably 45 did. minutes and I started shivering. Uh-huh. And he's like, oh, you're shivering. And I'm like, no, I'm not. And he grabbed me and he kissed me. Oh, my, <laughs> oh my God. God. It's so hot. And Stimulus. then you went into the bushes and all the rest is history. I mean, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> what does this story have to do with anything? Did we miss something? This is how he met his first boyfriend. But how did we get to that from the church? Uh, I think you, I think they, if I remember correctly, I think they said like that, uh, I think they said that they, he met him on like a retreat, on a church retreat or something. No, I feel it, this was the pivot, sort of a brilliant pivot. Oh, no, they said they went to a nude, he went to a nude beach. Yeah, but before so, that. yeah, it was a pivot. Let's go back. Let's actually go back here. This is, you see, this is one thing I can actually go back. This is 1555 where we are now. Let me go back to like 1450 right here. Let's see here. What is this here? Beach in Sydney. Okay, right before beach this. Beach in All right. Sydney. All right. So let's see how he gets there. Let's go to, let's go to 14. Let's go to minute fourteen. Let's because this will probably give us a hint of how he got there. I want to follow the the the, tr- the 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 chain of logic here. Be something that they support, okay. and I, you know, I've been really grateful for that. That's been. I kind of want to go back a little further because what's he talking about? Okay, here we go. Lee, and we're still also, in contact. Uh, they've okay, the really youth been group. incredible yeah. in terms of seeing my journey and yeah. and having that kind of 
be something that they support. I'm not going to stop it I, until we get to yeah, where we were. I'm really grateful for that. All right, and great. saying that you can still have that relationship with the church and yes. you can still there accept your no sexuality question. and does that yeah. kind of come into it or not really? I think that, you know, there's a real culture within the church yes. of um, not really understanding gay people. Okay, great. I, I believe, my view is that the more open you are about something, the more willing you are to learn more and be educated. Whereas okay. I think the general conversation you know, around the church is kind of don't ask, don't tell. Right. Did you come out so he's at to like, the, the church? church the yeah. same thing yeah. question, happened Will. at your work? Did- I guess my coming out story is maybe in some ways Wait, dramatic. No, 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 no. I- there's, a, there's a cut there. There's a cut there. Listen, listen, because it doesn't make any sense. Will asks a very good question. Here's the question. And then there's a cut. I'm actually going to let you hear for the cut. Listen. Did okay. you come out to like the church? The same thing as that happened at your work? Did- I guess my coming out story is maybe in some yeah, that those are. Th- th- he must have said, "I don't want to talk about this" or something. That's a weird, yeah. hard cut there. And so they, when they edited, they just go like, "Oh, well, we'll just they won't notice because we'll just say like, which is true. You know, it's true. We didn't notice." But he, yeah. he, he sidesteps the question. That's how it happens. Did okay. you come yeah. out to like the church? The same thing as that happened at your work. Did- yeah, because the question is, did you do the same thing at your at the church? You did at your work, and then it goes. My coming out story is a bit different. I guess my coming out story is maybe in some ways dramatic. Oh, okay. I you know met the first person that I was in a relationship with on a nude beach in Sydney. And Which one, La Perouse, Lady Jane, or Abyss? <laughs> now, do you think I mean, it sounds like you know all of them? I do. Know I'm gonna lower the volume here. Love beaches. So do I. Honestly, I'm the volume. Beaches are the best. So, here's my question: Do you think he's gonna come back around? To the because right now we're just talking about the story of this relationship. Do you think he's gonna come back around to the question? I wonder. I wonder if his if like he's saying that it was dramatic because the church found out somehow. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Maybe we cut off the story too early because it's kind yeah. of dramatic. But right now, it's just hearing about him making that with some guy. Yeah. Oh gosh. I yeah. Hate those board shots. Why do they wear shorts that are? But if if it doesn't, this is a great sort of distraction. Like look over here or pay no attention to the man behind the curtain kind of thing. And we're like chatting and chatting and the water kind of. I'm gonna raise the volume back up. Here we go. Um, and eventually we'd been speaking for about 45 minutes and I started shivering uh-huh. and he's like, oh, you're shivering. And I'm like, no, I'm not. And he grabbed me and he kissed me. Oh my, oh my God. God. So hot. And Stand then you went into the bushes and all the rest is history. I mean, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So this, is, so this is where we left off. Let's see if it brings it back around. Here we go. So anyway, I basically came out into this like closeted relationship and yeah. it was really sort of in secret. Um, I eventually came out to my parents and then after... You know, my parents, my siblings, my brother and sister, and then eventually my church community. But Okay. He brings her back around to it, so let's see what happens. Um, it was quite a process. My parents were were really good considering yeah. their their Christian beliefs and their backgrounds. Um, my sister and brother were seriously non-issue. My brother was playing PlayStation. I said, I have something to tell you. He paused the game. I said I'm gay. He said cool, and that was the it. I feel like He's everyone like, knows. I feel like everyone knows. <laughs> everyone I'm kind like, of everyone, I feel like knows. everyone knows a little bit. It's like it's like, it's like by the time you go to come out, yeah. especially your mom, it's like if your mom doesn't know, then like she doesn't know you at all because it's like they always know. Right. You know right. what I mean? I mean, it's pretty obvious <laughs> when you haven't had a girlfriend for like a yeah. little while and you yeah. don't like the same things as your straight brother likes and stuff. <laughs> what was your coming out process, Lori? Uh, I mean, I, I 
said before, I feel like one of the big uh, tropes is that you just have one day of you just tell them your parents once and then they and then you move on. Because for me, I feel like I'm constantly coming out of the closet. Mm -hmm. My parents are constantly shocked by gay things I do. Mm -hmm. And they're always like, oh, you're gay. That's right. I forgot. You Mm -hmm. know, like I'll wear I wore a flannel shirt once and my mom was like, oh, I didn't realize you were like gonna be that gay mm-hmm. when i cut my hair short my parents oh were, god you were so uh, bucky yeah so you know i think uh i think it's just always a uh, when i brought star over my parents realized i was gay again and mm-hmm. you know so i i don't know my parents have selective memory too so i think they just choose to forget and mm-hmm. then are reminded randomly. So no, that's one of the things that worries me, and I think it's a it's a common issue in the gay community. Where, you know, I came out to my parents. I've told that story a million times, but for the most part, they haven't had to confront it. Yeah, you know, uh, they almost met Cameron. Cameron and I broke up the week before they were supposed to meet him. Oh, know? okay. Uh, they don't know about Aiden. Uh, I think that would, you know, what's funny is that's not even the gay part. It's the age difference. I think will be a huge problem. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I would mm-hmm. say, but you, you, eventually, I mean, I would say it's good that you haven't introduced him yet because one of the things I never really, I never introduced anybody that I was dating to my parents because it never felt real. Mm-hmm. And then with star, star was the first person that I actually felt real that mm-hmm. I was actually like, Oh, I should probably introduce you to my family. And mm-hmm. so, uh, yeah, I, I would say wait until you know for sure that this is something that's going to It's going to be a tough going. one. It's going to be a tough, tough, tough one, I'll be honest with you. But, I mean, you never know. You never know. I would mm-hmm. say as long as, I, I don't know, in my opinion, I thought my parents were going to be super weirded out, but they've been really great with Star. And I think as long as they know that you're happy, I think they'll, you know, they'll be okay with it. But again, it's like, it's one of those things where you don't know yet where your relationship is. So yeah, mm-hmm. I wouldn't introduce. Oh no, 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 not that. I mean, it's more of the concept. All right, here we go. <laughs> it is. Can I tell you guys a funny story about just things that you no. kind of, you know, no funny stories. You knew, but didn't know. So growing up, like I remember I was, um, what are the odds that this is not funny? Very high. Chatting to this, like, friend this girl friend not my girlfriend but this friend who was a girl yeah on msn messenger and uh, i miss msn and really it was like my fucking childhood i loved it i loved it did you use msn messenger Lori? i don't even know what that is no that must be an australian thing mike lawson and i uh it was so long ago we first started chatting on aim aol instant messenger yeah yeah i remember anyway yeah I um I for some reason convinced her to send me a Britney Spears album. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I remember this story from here. This is actually kind of a funny story. <laughs> but when I downloaded it and burnt it onto a CD, these are the days where you burnt CDs. Yeah, I wrote on it "Good Charlotte." Oh my oh. god! <laughs> oh my god! I love that. I didn't want anyone in my want. family to know <laughs> that I was listening to Britney Spears. So I would put it in my discman, oh my and god. I would be listening to like Britney Spears in the zone. But really, it read as "Good Charlotte." Oh my god! She's like jamming out to Toxic. Yeah. But... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so actually. There's not really nothing, anything to make fun of here, but I, there is a teachable moment from this in that these are the kinds of stories that Will and Jay are unable to do. That this yes. guy, he can do this story. Ben, is that his name? I don't remember. I don't remember his name. 
Um, but, uh, he can do the, like these sort of self-effacing funny. Can you believe I was so silly and I did this? And that's what makes it a funny story is we can all, yes. it's, it's of the human condition and we can share in this humor. That is a funny story. I think every gay guy has a version of this story. Yes. And I feel Will and Jay are unable to tell those kinds of stories because they don't want to tell any story where they don't look amazing and, bur- and, and, and beautiful. Yeah. If they did this, they would have, it would have been like, oh, I, I begged my girlfriend to get me a, a copy of the Britney Spears. And then Britney Spears showed up at my house and gave us a free concert. Yeah. You know, it's one of the things where like, I convinced this girl to send me some Britney Spears songs. And then, uh, girl, uh, you know I was wearing those outfits and I was doing the dance steps perfectly. In fact, I was looking at the music videos and going, like, I can dance better than them. And my mom made me an outfit. Yeah, my mom she, saw and me and she, she made an and outfit. We on a stage. And then the town had a parade in my honor because I could do the dance steps in the music video and they called it Wheel Day. Yeah. There, Lifestyles no of the Rich and Famous. <laughs> oh, my so God. Funny. That's amazing. I have a quote here that I read in 2018 that I'd love your opinion on. He has a quote okay. that he read in 2018. <laughs> okay, there's a lot. So, <laughs> is it a random quote? Is it is it a quote, like, is it a quote he said? What? Yeah. What? I would be like, what random quote do you have <laughs> And here's what's funny. So they did this in 2019. So I'll give them that. Okay. But I couldn't tell you a single quote that I read in 2019. No, I couldn't tell you a quote that I've read in 2020. Yeah. What? If, what do you think? What do you think the quote is? Um, Kofefe. I don't know. Uh, like, if you can't handle me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my beast. Yeah, it's something timeless. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, All like right. treat others the way you want to be treated. I just read this in 2018. Yeah. It's by Pope Francis. Ugh. Oh, God, here we go. This fucking... This... Okay. You know what? I can't... Uh, okay. All right. Uh, yeah. Just... I. Uh, and he said, God made you like that and loves you like this, and I don't care. The Pope loves you like this. You have to be happy with who you are. Okay. This is where we get to a problematic this- part of the show, which I actually... I know what's coming up yet. Here, here, here. Because this is where the who's Jesus and who's the Pope and stuff like that. This this is a conversation that we will have to like seriously break down. And I know you and I are going to get in a fight. It's a whole thing. I think we're going to have to stop here. Okay. Because yeah, this is, this I was going to go on a whole rant about how everybody's praising this Pope for just saying common sense shit that everybody believes already. So. <sighs> yeah. Why do you say yes. everybody believes it? Well, I just I, I, people already saying that that's already that's been a thing for for decades now. Why is it? Why is he well, getting? Let's discuss this next time. I have answers to this, but we'll discuss this next time because again, this is this is too heavy. Because I remember because then uh, this guy, whatever his name is, he starts getting into it, and it's a whole thing, right? And we'll we'll ask them who Jesus is. Who's Jesus? Okay. Yeah. So uh, so we'll do that next time. Uh, but, but how much time did we cover? I'm interested to find out how much time we actually covered. Okay, so right now we're at 18. We'll say 18 minutes. It's a little bit more than that, like 18:05. But we'll say 18 minutes. And I think we started like at 14:40. Let me see here. Which, which is let me see right here. Did okay. you come out to like the church? The same thing as that happened at your work. I think that was right before then. Maybe for four minutes or so. 
Oh, okay. Which is just a little more we were doing before. It takes us forever to get... You know what's funny? Yeah. This was not... I don't know how you feel about this episode. I actually think it was a good episode. It wasn't a ha ha ha. I think it was a good episode, yeah. Yeah, but it wasn't a ha ha ha. But that's not, it's going to be the case because this guy has a few ha 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 moments, but he's not really like, you can't rip him apart the way you can Will and Jay. No, he's trying. He's and, trying to give good answers. And to Will and Jay's credit, I will say they asked a couple of really good questions. I think Jay asked one question. Okay, but Will has no follow-up. Will has asked a few questions. You're right. There were no follow-ups. But Will asked a couple of really good questions. So, look, we have to give credit where credit is due. Look, we haven't gotten to the part yet where it's like, who's Jesus and all this and all that. That'll be next week. That'll be next week. But, uh, Lori, do you have anything to plug here? Uh, Just check out Bloody Podcast. Check out uh, our Patreon. And, yeah. Just uh, if you can review us uh, anywhere there's a review, we'd appreciate it. We need some reviews. So, yeah, thanks. I actually have a review for you. What is it? From Will. Oh. Oh, honey, if you ain't listening to this podcast, you're only hearing half the story. That's true. That is a thing. Yeah. So. All right. Well, Laura, we'll talk to you next week right here on The Sydney Guys. Hey, Jay. Hey, Will. Leave that Sydney shit at the door. <laughs> <laughs>